Ubisoft announced today that Ghost Recon Breakpoint will receive no more new content updates. Another game as a service bites the dust. But what kind of a lifespan can we actually expect? Good morning, good Wednesday morning to you. I'm Shane Satterfield from Sifted, and this is Good Morning Gaming for April 6th, 2022. The show is in our patrons' feeds bright and early every weekday morning, and free on our YouTube channel for everyone else. You can find our flagship show, Game Face, by searching your favorite podcast service. Drop us a review if you can. You'll find the podcast versions of the rest of our content in the same feed you found this. The final piece of content for Ghost Recon Breakpoint launched back in November, and while the servers for both Breakpoint and Wildlands will remain up, the new content train has pulled into the station. It launched in October of 2019, so it's around two and a half years old. Not exactly a great run for a game as a service, though it did receive a fair share of updates and new content in that time. It really just failed at providing anything particularly new or innovative. But this provides a great opportunity to discuss the expected lifespan of games as a service. As critics, we've been fumbling around in the dark a little bit trying to figure out how to evaluate these games. Since they're designed to be played over the long haul, we often excuse the games for issues that we would take other games to task for, like a lack of a full, complete, and compelling narrative, or portions of the game world that feel barren or empty as they await their inevitable use in a future update. Then there's repetitive enemies we often assume will be replaced with more and better foes, but what if these things never happen? What if a game as a service is only supported for a short while? Then we've erred for letting it off the hook in its initial assessment. But what exactly is the ideal length of time for a game as a service to remain active? After all, we evaluate them based on a long life and you buy them based on a long life. Though it may seem impractical, ideally a game as a service never ends. This may sound crazy, but I bought my copy of Rainbow Six Siege seven years ago, and I can still play it. I bought Overwatch six years ago, and it's still viable, though that is changing soon with a sequel. Speaking of which, if I had my way, games as a service would never get sequels. To me, releasing a sequel to these games means that the publisher is just looking to get another 60 or $70 chunk of change from the game's fans. There's literally no reason to release a new SKU. If World of Warcraft can completely overhaul its graphics and design, so can Overwatch. But back to longevity. While asking for eternal life may seem extreme, I do think that five years is a reasonable ask. We also buy these games knowing that they may launch with limited content and updates may be slow. Again, another caveat, these games force the player to accept. But if I know that I'll get a steady stream of content, even if it's slow for five years, then I'm okay accepting all the previously mentioned caveats. Now, if a game bombs and no one is playing, then it's foolish to keep creating updates for it. But if you have a community of even 50,000 players still engaged, then the unwritten contract that the player and publisher has signed together won't feel complete until the game gets that kind of support. If publishers keep yanking the rug out from underneath the players, they won't be ready to line up for Ghost Recon Breakpoint 2 when the time comes. And now for a couple more stories from the top of your sifts. 
Speaking of Overwatch, today Blizzard announced Anniversary Remix Volume 1. A lot of us were expecting to maybe learn the release date for Overwatch 2 today instead. People have been playing the sequel for months now in early access, but Blizzard isn't ready to close the door on the first game just yet. This event features a series of remixes of previous events that will run over the next couple months. This means new legendary skins, weekly challenge rewinds, and more. Perhaps OG Overwatch will stick around for a bit even once its sequel is released. Volume 1 runs from today until April 26th. Season 3 for Hood Outlaws and Legends launched today, and you may be sitting there wondering why I'm bringing this up. It's called Ostara. The timing couldn't be better, and that's why I'm bringing it up, because Hood Outlaws and Legends just launched as a free game for PlayStation Plus subscribers. So I don't think it was on accident that this huge expansion just launched on the day that a lot of people were going to be able to access the game for free. We enjoyed the game a good bit. It's one of those kind of 4v1 asymmetrical multiplayer games set in the Robin Hood universe, and we had a pretty good time with it back when it launched, although it did cost full price back then. So getting it for free as a PlayStation Plus subscriber, there's no better time to give it a go. LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga launched today to mostly positive reviews. Its Metacritic average is currently sitting at an 84, but the praise for the game would suggest something higher. Several publications have called it the best Star Wars video game ever, and almost all critics agree that it's loaded with content Star Wars fans will absolutely love. It also includes a cooperative mode if you want to play it with your kids. Matt and I discussed the game on today's Game Face, and both of us like it a great deal. Ubisoft is finally bringing Rainbow Six Siege to mobile with a streamlined port called Rainbow Six Mobile. Catchy, huh? It's puzzling why it's taken so long considering how successful Call of Duty Mobile has been. The game looks to retain a lot of the same breach and clear mechanics as its bigger sibling, as well as entering buildings on grappling hooks, using drones and cameras, and so much more. It looks promising, and it launches later this year, but you can sign up now for a chance of participating in an upcoming closed alpha at RainbowSixMobile.com. New additions to Game Pass for the first half of April were announced today, and there are some heavy hitters coming to the service, including MLB The Show 22, Life is Strange True Colors, and Lost in Random via EA Play. There's some other stuff that's also coming via streaming, but these are really the big guys, and they're pretty big. Remember, MLB The Show 21 also launched day and date on Game Pass last year, and it did very, very well, both on Game Pass and at retail. Life is Strange True Colors, mm, <laughs> I mostly liked it. I don't think it was as good as the OG Life is Strange games, but it was still very well written and the story had lots of twists and turns that I didn't see coming, so it's definitely worth playing. But in all, yet another great month to spend $13 for Microsoft's service. Reviews for Chrono Cross The Radical Dreamers Edition, which is a rework of the PS1 JRPG classic from Square, are in. And they're generally positive. Its Metacritic average is 77 right now, which is respectable, but a big drop from when it was released for the PS1 back in 2000. Back then, some websites gave it perfect tense, so that's a pretty precipitous drop. Most of the complaints are centered on the lack of meaningful upgrades from the original, but many critics praise its story and unique battle system. It's available now for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll tackle today's boss fight. 
Welcome to today's Boss Fight, where I tackle random topics that may or may not be related to video games. Something hit me today with the release of Unreal Engine 5. And that's a big story all on its own. Epic's new engine is out now in full, and it released it with two sample projects. One is the city from the Matrix Awakens demo, and the other is a new sample multiplayer shooter called Lyra. Also, a new Tomb Raider was announced today, along with a tech demo from the Coalition that looked like it could be the first glimpses of Gears of War 6. Oh wait, that's just Gears 6 now. But anyway, besides all the pomp and circumstance surrounding the launch of Unreal Engine 5, what I realized is it's never been easier to become a game developer. Back when I was young enough to be foolish enough to think that I could become a video game developer, Learning to make games was pretty much impossible. There were no schools like Full Sail University that specialized in making games. Most of the engines were built by the studios in-house. There really weren't any middleware engines. And even as I got into my 20s and middleware became a thing, it was so expensive to buy a license for middleware. We're talking $50,000, $60,000. There was no way that I was just going to spend that to learn how to build video games. All that has changed in 2022. Unreal Engine 5, which, for all intents and purposes, is the de facto video game building engine for the foreseeable future, with all due respect to Unity, which also has a great product. But Unreal Engine 5 is looking really great. And what's looking even better about Unreal Engine 5 is that anyone can download it. It costs nothing. Not a penny. And to be fair, it's the same deal with Unity. These are the engines that the professionals are creating video games with. The next Witcher game is going to be created on Unreal Engine 5. You, meaning you, the person listening to this podcast, you can go and download Unreal Engine 5 right now. And as I mentioned, there are templates in there that you can look at to kind of Figure out how things work. Now, I'm not telling you that you're going to go download Unreal Engine 5 and tomorrow you're going to be spitting out your first video game. But you can go and fiddle around with projects that are already semi-complete to see how everything fits together, to see how everything works. And then you can take that knowledge and build something for yourself. That is something that was completely unheard of up until the last few years. The lack of a required license for these bleeding-edge middleware programs is a boon for the industry. I don't know why it took so long. I have nieces and nephews who are just about getting to their tweens. Well, the oldest ones are. And if any of them express any interest at all in creating video games, and some of them have kind of hinted at it because they know what Uncle Shane does, But if any of them really express interest in it, I'm just going to tell them to go download Unreal Engine 5. Imagine a 12 or 13-year-old who's smart beginning to work on Unreal Engine 5 at that age. Imagine by the time they're 18 and they've worked on the engine for five years. They won't have to go to college. They won't have to go to Full Sail University or any video game school where they're going to ask you to tighten up the graphics on level 5. None of that. You can graduate high school and move right into a job. Not just a job, an awesome job that pays very, very well. 
And I would recommend this over and over. In fact, do not do what I'm doing. Do not become a video game journalist. And I would even argue, if you have even an inkling of wanting to create video games, do not become a streamer or a YouTuber either. It is a grind. Developing games is a grind too, but if you get really good at it, you could start your own studio and not even have to join up with a bigger studio if you did not want to. The opportunity that is there for you right now is just unheard of. And I understand to you that's just the way things are, but maybe you need somebody like me who didn't have this opportunity to put it in perspective for you. You can go right now and download Unreal Engine 5 and use it for free. You can watch thousands of tutorials on YouTube. You can read tutorials online to learn how to use all the tools in Unreal Engine 5. There's also great libraries in there where pros are working on the engine and making adjustments to the engine that are shared with everyone who also is working on the engine. The amount of money you would have to pay for the technology and the knowledge, we're talking, I mean, as I said earlier, these middleware programs it used to be $50,000 for a license. So take advantage of it. If you are listening to Good Morning Gaming right now, you really love video games. You do. This content is for the hardest of the hardcore. High five, by the way. I'm one of them too. Which means you love interactive entertainment, just like I do. And that's what it takes to be successful. A lot of people will download Unreal Engine 5 and they'll look at it from a practical sense. They'll say, well, this is better than going to college and getting my MBA and spending $200,000 and I have to pay off. And they're looking at it pragmatically as a business decision. But that's not what it is for you. For you, it's a labor of love. And those are the people who will succeed. You are the person who will succeed. So take advantage of these opportunities that are presented to you that were not presented to me, that were not presented to your parents or your older brother, really, or your older sister. This is all brand new and it's all awesome. And if you do create something great with Unreal Engine 5, using it for free and you sell it, you still don't have to pay that much. I think the last time I checked, it was like a 5% cut. So if you're sitting there and you're wondering, hey, what do I want to do with my life? What is my future going to be? And you're at a crossroads. What do you love? You love gaming. You're listening to GMG right now, buddy. You love gaming. And can you think of a better thing to do for the rest of your life to make money? And unlike my job, those jobs are never going away. Thanks for listening to Good Morning Gaming. I appreciate every single one of you who listens to GMG. I'm Shane Satterfield. Please head on over to Twitter at Dinfire and give me a follow. And while you're there, follow Sifted Games as well. And while you're on the interwebs, head to patreon.com slash sifted and drop us a $4 a month pledge. We'll really appreciate it. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. But until then, make sure you seize today because there will never be another.